Hey y'all, this is Chris Lennon, and you're listening to the Sparkle in the Mess podcast. I come to you as a recently divorced single mom, and I come to you with honesty and vulnerability. I invite you to join me in my struggles and on my journey towards self-improvement. If you're currently going through a messy life situation and you're looking for some encouragement, you've come to the right place. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Sparkle in the Mess. I am your host, Chris Lennon, and I come to you. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just going to be honest and transparent. I am so tired. (laughs) I'm so tired. Oh, it's pretty late and I'm recording this obviously pretty late. I had a full day at work and um, Kingsley, my daughter, was just uh, a fiery three-year-old today after work, which was challenging and super tiring and it was a struggle to get her to bed and I don't know I'm just I'm so tired and it's so hard um so hard to do this by myself it's I struggle sometimes a lot of times wondering Just wondering how much my failing at life is going to affect her, but I'm trying so hard. It's so hard. It's it's just... It's hard. Anyway, I'm sorry. I don't mean to start this episode out like this. And oh, you guys know I don't edit. I don't have time for that. I don't have patience for that. Especially not tonight. It's so super late. I'm so tired. Uh, being a single mom is really hard. A full-time working single mom is is just really hard. And it's exhausting. Anyway, that's not helping any of of you guys. Uh, Thanks for tuning in and... I hope that this episode will get better. (sighs) Man. 
sorry. I don't know what happened. It just like hit me all of a sudden. I think I was just so tired and I've just been overwhelmed with um, my regular normal job and um, Kingsley is she's fantastic she's so great she's so wonderful I don't know how actually she is so wonderful because she literally came from inside me like she was a part of me for nine months inside me and I don't know how she is not like as messed up as I am. I don't know. She just is such a joy and she she is so pure and she's so so sweet and so loving and so genuine and I just I love I love it. I love her she is super strong-willed, and she's super independent, but I love that. I love that about her, and it's hard sometimes being her mom because she, I mean, she's only three. She's only fucking three, and she is, like, ruling the universe in her, in her mind, you know? It's just... I'm so proud of her for her resilience and she has a really good heart. She's so super sweet. She's so gentle, way more than I am. Um, I don't know how I created that because I have like 99% of me is, is bad and seemingly she hasn't inherited any of my bad, so that's good. Um, anyway, so this episode, maybe appropriately, maybe appropriate that I'm so emotional about it, is all about my experience, my story. This is not me projecting what is standard out there or, you know, it should be, should not be. I, I don't make those calls. This is, this whole podcast is just simply my story and I am not out there to tell you what's right and what's wrong. I'm just sharing what I'm going through because hopefully it will help someone that happens to hear me and need to hear my story. So anyway, so I entitled or titled this podcast Co-Parenting the Pretty, the Ugly, and the Am I Fucking Up My Child? Because <laughs> I think as a parent, you're always wondering am I doing it right? How badly am I doing it wrong? I don't think you ever feel like you're doing it right. I think 
you're always thinking, how badly am I doing this? And what is going to be the negative outcome? Is my child going to be a serial killer? Is my child going to be the Antichrist? Like you are always kind of thinking a little bit worse. Well, that's my personality. So I guess I can't speak for everyone, but I'm always thinking like worst case scenario. What, what am I not doing properly? How am I not fulfilling her? Um, you know, what are my shortcomings? And I really, really try to uh, educate myself and I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I read a lot of, well, not read, uh, listen to a lot of audiobooks about uh, parenting and there's a ton of different philosophies out there. There's a ton of different ways to address, you know, behaviors and, um, um, what do you call those age milestones or whatever. So, um, I, I will say I, I'm not necessarily ignorant in the respect of, I don't just listen to my own thoughts and create my own reasoning and ways of doing things. I really, really do try very hard to seek out advice and talk to people that have been there before me because I really want to raise my daughter in a way that she can develop openly and fully and live her potential and not, I mean, she's going to deal with obstacles no matter how, I mean, even if I keep her in this bubble, she's going to have obstacles and trials and, you know, those, that's just life. And that's not, I'm not trying to negate that. I'm not trying to prevent that, but I really want to um, utilize this time I have with her, raising her, to educate her and um, raise her and build her up to have skills so that, yes, when it is time for her to be on her own, she will be confident and competent in this world. So I really do try to educate myself so that I can, um, sorry, God, I'm so snotty now and still, you know, good qualities in her or good, whatever. Uh, so anyway, so the co-parenting. So if you've been following me, I, or, or not. So I am a single mom and, um, my daughter is three now and I separated from her dad, uh, about a year and a half ago. Well, gosh, probably almost two years ago and our divorce, I've been officially divorced for a year, a year and a couple months now. Um, 
we were married for 10 years, well, 11 years, and we co-parent. So, 50, basically, we, we split the time with Kingsley 50%. Um, our week kind of works out. And right now, she's so young, she's not, she's in school, but it's, it's not like real school. Um, so basically it's, uh, three, four, and then the next week it's four, three, and it doesn't always work out that way. I actually get her most, more than that. Uh, that's a whole nother podcast. Um, but it is, you know, a 50, 50 right now, um, agreement. So, and then when she gets older and she is going to like school, school, I think at kindergarten, then we'll do like one week with me, one week with him, one week with me. Anyway, so co-parenting, I don't, I mean, I don't know, this whole thing, I, it's, it's, it's not, I, oh man, um, okay, so definitely when I got married, obviously, I wasn't thinking that I would ever be going through what I'm going through, but you know, that is life, that's, uh, it is what it is, um, co-parenting, I don't, I don't know if it's, better or worse than having full custody or not. I, I don't know. I just, it's, it's hard. All I'm going to say, it's hard. Um, it's what I, me and Kingsley's father think is best for Kingsley. So that is what we're doing. And I will say before anyone gets any thoughts in their heads or um, I say something to um, take, uh, like, so anyway, so I will just say her father is, he is a wonderful father. Like he is, he's, in my opinion, honestly, he's a wonderful human being. He, his heart is ginormous. He's very loving. He's very thoughtful. And he is just like goo goo gaga over Kingsley. I mean, he is a wonderful father. And this also is another podcast, but my, a little bit going back to, just to fill you guys in, I guess, my background, my story, I grew up with, well, my bi biological father left, um, before I turned, before I was one, I never, I never knew him, and then my, uh, stepfather, uh, abused me physically, sexually, verbally, you know, all of the above 
for the practically the entire time my mom was married to him was which was over half of my life right now so I never wanted I never wanted I never wanted to be a mom. I never had that desire, and I actually was told that I uh, would have a very hard time um, conceiving or being a mom because I also also another podcast struggle or for forever was anorexic and just like destroyed my body in that way, and, um, my hormones, like, I basically killed my uterus and my ovaries, so my OBGYN and my premier just, for a, a while, like, since I had, since I was, like, 1920, said, it's gonna be very hard for you to ever conceive, just FYI, like, you're gonna have to probably do the in vitro, and blah, 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 and I never wanted to be a mom, so that news wasn't, like, heartbreaking to me, it was just, like, oh, okay, it is what it is, whatever, and then, I don't know, after eight and a half years of being married, uh, was so uh, I found myself pregnant. So again, in a whole nother different podcast, but I had always said to myself that if I were to ever be able to give a gift to someone, like if if I had ever the opportunity to give what I thought was the best gift in this entire world to anyone, it would be to give my daughter a loving father. I always wanted to be daddy's little girl and I I clearly never had that and always thought that that was such a big like incredible most amazing thing in the universe would be to be a daddy's little girl like a little girl they just thirst for their dad's love and when they receive it it's just such a connection it's so fulfilling and it's so I mean I'm saying this because I've seen friends I've never experienced it but so maybe the grass is greener, the grass is always greener on the other side, right? So maybe it's really not. But in my mind, I think it's just got to be so fulfilling and so enriching and so strengthening. I don't know. I mean, I just thought that, gosh, 
if I ever had the capability of giving that to someone, that would be like the ultimate. Um, and again, I didn't want to be a mom. I wasn't really interested in that, but I will say that, um, Kingsley's father and I, we, you know, we had that, we had the conversation when we were dating and getting serious about, do you want kids, blah, blah, blah. And we were both on the same page. No, no, no. And, but as we got more and more serious, I did, I do remember telling him that story and he wasn't opposed to it. So, and I, I really, I really thought so much of him and I still do. And so it was one of those things that I was like, okay, you know, I really love this guy and I don't ever think that I'm going to be a mom or have kids, but you know what? He, he is, would be a wonderful father. Like he would fulfill that desire, like that, you know, gift that I had thought of. Um, I just never thought that it would happen when we weren't together. Like I kind of, I didn't, I don't know, I guess, whatever. It doesn't matter. That's doesn't matter. So Kingsley is daddy's little girl and I love that. I absolutely 100% love that. Um, but the reality is that I co-parent. And I, I actually don't get to witness their time together or anything like that. And there's a lot of other struggles that come with co-parenting. And um, I don't know. So this is entitled The Pretty, The Ugly, and then, and then the am I fucking on my child? Okay, so let me stay on point. Okay, so the pretty. Let's talk about the pretty of co-parenting. Okay, the pretty of co-parenting. Well, you get them 50% of the time. And I hate to be like, uh, what do they call it? Uh, uh, unpolitical, wait. Uh, what do you call it when you say something that you're not supposed to say? Uh, I don't know, whatever that word is. I hate to be that, but the reality is it's kind of nice not having your child some days and just like coming home and knowing you're not going to have to stretch yourself in that way today. I mean, it it's kind of nice. It's like when you realize you can sleep in the next day, it's sort of like a relief. It's sort of like this luxury. I mean, it's not long-term and it's, you know, only this day or that day, but you still feel it and experience it. And it, it, it is nice. I hate to say that. I mean, I don't know if that sounds selfish or not, but it, it, it is nice. I love my daughter, but it is kind of nice. Um, I will say that because her, 
her father because I have such respect for her father and I um, do really think that he um, has a good heart and I see how much he absolutely adores her. It is a sense of, um, I don't know if it's satisfaction, but it, it, it doesn't hurt me. I'm not as sad when I think about her versus me. So yes, I'm sad because I feel lonely and I am missing her presence. But when I think about what she's experiencing, I remember, okay, she is with her dad who she also adores and he adores her and they're having their time. So that is like a really nice feeling just to know that, you know, you're not involved, but you can rest knowing that they are really enjoying each other versus someone who, you know, is forced to hand their child over to someone that's not a great parent, but has, I don't know, court appointed time with them and you can't do anything about it and you know that there's no bond being made and that it's just not a good time together. So fortunately, I know that when they're together, it's, it's a positive thing for both of them. And um, her father and I see pretty much eye to eye on parenting and um, discipline and rules and what we uh, feel is appropriate, not appropriate. Um, we, we, we do really act as a team. And I think that this is kind of silly, but I think it's a great example when we decided that it was time to potty train her, we both, um, it wasn't like I all of a sudden was like, okay, she needs to be potty trained and we're going to do it X, Y, Z. And it wasn't like he, he didn't do that either. It we both sort of, we're in communication almost daily about, about her, which is great. And I think that's the way co-parenting should be. Um, but we both kind of at the same time realized, okay, you know, maybe we should start considering this and we didn't push each other, but we also, I really wanted to research it and he was fine with that. He said, you know, great. You research it. Let me know what you find. And I'll look over it with you. I trust you to that. So then I found what I thought was the best method for our daughter and I shared it with him and he was super open about it and he was super receptive about it. And, you know, we co-parent. So, you know, potty training doesn't happen overnight. So we 
it we basically split split the week so I you know I did what I, what I thought should be done as far as potty training and then when he got her I trusted him to continue to do to follow the procedures for lack of a better word and he did you know like we were on board with how to handle like a big milestone and it it was great it was um super successful she's she's been great she's very receptive and i think that that is a very positive thing what and and why there this is the pretty part of co-parenting is when you regardless of whether you're under the same roof or not like you you really need to be on the same team and you really need to utilize the same strategies and the same techniques to um raise your child i mean that's the bottom line that's what it comes down to you you can't have one method that you practice and then the other parent does something else like that just causes a lot of confusion for the child and it just does not I don't think that that is healthy for anyone involved so I will say um, her father and I thankfully for the most part are very um, on the same page about those kinds of things. Um, okay, so the ugly, <laughs> the ugly, and I'm not going to cry um, at this point, but the, like realistically, the ugly of co-parenting, well, you know, you are splitting time with your child. Like it's, I don't get to see her like my child I do not get to see her essentially 50% of the time like half the week I have I I split holidays you know she was with her dad Thanksgiving and she was with me Christmas and next year it's gonna swap and birthday I mean it's that part sucks I mean that it's really hard that part really sucks it sucks so bad I mean, it's, I don't think it's necessarily hard on her. I think it's hard on the parent. I mean, it just, it sucks. And on the flip side of that, when I do have her, it's all me. Like, it's a, it's a lot of work. I don't. I mean, her, so her father is in a relationship and I mean, it's just, it's easier when you have help. I, you know, I have her, I have a dog, I have a full-time job. It's, it's a lot when it's just you, you're the, you're the only one. It's, I don't, I don't get to say, okay, you know what? Um, can you, um, get ready, get stuff ready for dinner? I'm going to take a quick 
jog or I'm gonna go do my nails or I'm gonna I mean I don't I don't I don't get that flexibility it's it's me I I do everything uh, it's all on me so that that's really hard I even though it's only 50% of the time it's it's really hard I don't have there's no it's just hard so um and then there's disagreements we're not her and her dad aren't always on the same page especially now you know he's in a serious relationship he has his whatever new family and I don't always agree with what they want to do or intend to do and but at the same time I I can't control it I can't I don't have any say really in it just because I don't like it doesn't mean they can't you know I I I can't um if if you're going through this you know what what I'm talking about and if you're not you're probably just like okay get to the point well probably you've already turned this podcast off and that's great so um I don't know it's hard it's hard when um there's an expectation because of what his world is like now and mine is so very different um we are actually starting to see things not on the same level and not be on the same page with certain things so that's like the a new thing that's happening and um you know, stay tuned for that development, but that is something that is probably my biggest struggle right now. Um, <laughs> and then there's always the, how bad am I fucking up my child? Like, I always think, would everything be better if her and her father, her father and I were still together? Or would she be scarred in worse ways? Like, let's just be honest. She's getting scarred. Like, every child, regardless of whether they're born into the best family situation in the entire world out there or in the worst situation every child is getting scarred because being alive is scarring so I understand that it's not dependent on me necessarily but I also accept the responsibility that I can add to the scarring 
or not? Well, well, I'm always going to answer. I mean, well, okay, listen up. So, you know what I mean? Um, so there's always that question, like, am I fucking up my child? I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. All I know, okay, so when I became a mom, when I realized that I was going to be a mom, all I knew, so there's a saying that is like, you are doing the best you can with what you have. And I cling to that because, you know, all I knew was what I went through as a child. I mean, at, you know, just what I went through as a human being and what my childhood looked like and what happened to me as a child. And all I knew and all I know is that I 100% did not, would not ever have my child go through what I went through. And I understand that you can't control everything, but to the best of my ability, I have made sure that she did not experience what I experienced in my childhood and hopefully will not experience what I did. I mean, what happened to me. And 90% of that was... Um, my stepdad and what he did to me and um I know 100% that Kingsley's father would never even come close to even thinking about doing those things so all I know is I have protected Kingsley from going through what I went through. And I mean, I think that is a good thing. I think that is I can't guarantee that I mean not can't I won't guarantee that you know there's going to be so many other things that are going to hurt her and break her heart and I mean that's just a part of life but she, at least I know that she did not and will not experience what I experienced.
she she will be daddy's little girl and not not be abused like I was. And she will be loved. She is loved. So there's that. And I think that that's a big deal. That's a big deal. So, anyway, <laughs> this episode was really not what I was ex expecting it to be. And thank you for listening. And I'm sorry for the tears, but <sighs> this is life. This is my life. This is <laughs> this is this is sparkling in the mess. Okay, have a great rest of the week and. We'll talk next week. Ciao. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I hope it was somewhat helpful. And I hope to have you join me on the next episode. This is Chris Lennon with the Sparkle in the Mess podcast. <laughs>